Today we are broadcasting from Nipaluna, Lutrawita. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this land and elders past, present and emerging. We extend our respect to any First Nations, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people joining us this morning. The feel-good way to start your day. Woody and Tubes. Let's just make this a podcast intro because you are just all over the shop today and I can't I can't be bothered. Oh, okay. No, it's our first year in radio together, to, which you reminded me today. Didn't bring me a gift? No. Did you? You're not someone that you need to buy I bought you a gift because you take enough. I bought you a gift. Oh, what was it? It's in my bag oh, over there. Oh, bull, you did not. I did. I bought you a, what was a it? packet of dried mango. I don't, why would I want dried mango? Because they're lush. Okay, I'll eat them. Fine. Done. That just shows me that you don't know me well enough at all. Oh, mate. <laughs> You're bloody hard to get to know. Let me tell you that. <laughs> Here's what you missed. What do you mean? I'm an open Here's book, Here's what mate. you missed. That's the end. This is Woody and Tubes. Triple M Live on the listener app across Tassie and right here in Hobart on FM 107.3. Good morning, Tassie. Good morning, Hobart. Good morning. Long weekend was pretty good. I hope you got one, Hobart. If you got one. Not everyone gets one, I understand. No, the people that have, like, a lot of real jobs, like emergency services. Yeah, shift workers. Shift workers. They get days in lieu, though. (sighs) They do. Or they get double pay, which is great. You go swap. For a day, see how you go. Are you saying that I haven't ever worked on a public holiday? I'm not saying that. I'm oh, saying... trust me, I've done them. Oh, yeah, here we go. We're going to hear about it. No, or, I've or just... two of them. Oh, mate. 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 Did you have a good one? Good weekend? I spent up adulting. adulting. God, I hate adulting. What, you did your taxes or something? No, no, I still haven't done those. Oh, shit. <laughs> You've got like no, eight don't, years don't, worth. No, don't, don't, I'm not going to get you in trouble. Just, just you just need it. to do them. We've already talked about Don't, this. You need no, to go I've and see s- Hawkey I'm... and he'll sort you out. He's told you like for weeks and weeks, literally a year. Well, this is our one-year anniversary. I forgot that. Today? We've been on air. Yeah, today. Today it's one year since we've been on on uh, on air. It feels like five years. I feel like I've aged five years. Whatever. It's an anniversary all the same. You probably have aged five years. This time last year, you were told that we had to wear suits and no, a formal attire, and you came in in a, in a black tie. False accusation. <laughs> I dressed up for the mayor, Anna Reynolds, when the mayor came in. And the mayor was in track pants. And when you when I walked in, I actually she thought you were joking. But I said, buddy, this fabrication is... Fabrication okay. of story. What was she wearing? It was not... She was wearing a, a black skirt, a black blazer... Because oh. I've got a photo. In fact, I'll go back on my memories right now and prove it. She was not dressed one up. One year ago. She was not dressed up. 100%. One year ago. Wait for it. Uh, I, oh, there's I really... me. There's me in the suit. Oh, God. But uh, This is what have... old people do. She's on our wall. No, I'm not going to have a look. She's on our wall. I'm I going didn't realise it. it was a year. Thanks for joining us if you've stuck with us. And thanks for joining us if you're new. Can you get away? We've got a wall here and it's got all little postcard pictures of everyone that comes into the studio. We've really got to move on. I want to know if anyone went to the Shrek rave in Hobart over the weekend. I'm incredibly upset that I missed that. What's the the mayor wearing there? She's wearing a black top and a pink scarf. Yes. and And you're wearing black tie. Correct. Just saying happy anniversary, Hobart. 
<laughs> to Tris. this absolute dross. <laughs> yeah, did you go to the Shrek party? That's I saw that. I, I want to know what, how that went down. Everyone dressed up as Shrek because it's been like 20 years since the well, first Shrek came out. There were a few Lord Farquads there. There were a few I Princess gonna, Fiona. I wasn't going to say that word on I it. wonder whether there was any donkey. Donkeys. No, yeah. I couldn't have gone if there was donkeys. Eddie Murphy's. You know my arm twitches when <laughs> I hear the word donkey. My brother's put me on a donkey when I was five and, and slapped, slapped its butt. Yeah. <laughs> and and I, it fell off and broke your arm. Yeah, and then I still made it to go to church. Mum thought I was being dramatic. <laughs> like what? Esther being dramatic. Who would have thought? One year. Can't believe it. I still haven't brought that up in therapy, Mum, but it's coming. <laughs> what hasn't hit the news yet is a local pretty cricket club that has been broken into. To tell us more about it, Tessa Randello from our Hobart newsroom. Morning, Tessa. Good morning. This is going to... This infuriates us, but... Tell us what, what's happened. It's it's just one of those horrible crimes that like happens a little bit too often. So Sorrel Footy and Cricket Club was broken into over the weekend. It's their second break-in in a month, yeah. and they've posted on social media a video of the break-in. It was three people, and they caused some pretty significant damage. They were breaking into the fridge. They were taking a bunch of stuff, making a massive mess. Um, the video's up on Facebook. They're asking anyone with information to come forward and try and get in touch with police. We haven't seen anything from the police. No media releases from the police, no. And that, is that common? This just, it makes me cranky because it's... This is just... I'll let Tubes go, but Tubes knows how I feel. This is just some kids, I reckon, or young adults that think they have a right to something that that is someone else's, Mm. right? And nobody has that right. There's the, The fact that we've got to put locks on our fridges now is crazy. The Sorrell Cricket Club and the Sorrell Footy Club are two massive pillars of the community down there at Sorrell. Beautiful people that run those places and people that have won awards for their volunteerism and and great community clubs. To have this done, and people might say, oh, it's only a couple of beers and a couple of ciders and whatever out of the fridge. It's not about that. It's about having someone in your personal space, in your community space. And and like we've said many, many times over the 12 months we've been on air, these are the pillars of our communities, these clubs that make you feel welcome, that make you feel part of the community. I guarantee you, if those people went into the club and said, oh, look, I wouldn't mind a few beers, I'm just struggling at the moment, or they'd do it, they'd give it to them. They already pretty much run them at cost. They'd embrace them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no, there's no multinational corporate kind of yeah. fixture here. Not that that's okay anyway, but that's what I'm saying. To rebuild from a break-in like that. And from two break-ins. Oh, that's the just... second one in a month. And it's and it's also, you know, it's the clean-up and people aren't getting paid to do that. They've just got to come in in their spare time, feel unsafe in the local club and then clean up and sort out what's happened. And you're absolutely right. These are safe places for our community to go to, to be embraced. Yeah. So my word of advice to these animals, these criminals that are going out there, breaking into our community clubs, just go and be part of something. Instead of going in there and breaking apart the fridges and breaking into these community pl- spaces, go in there and volunteer a bit of time. I guarantee you, you will get more out of it than a few beers knocked off out of the bloody fridge. Well, they are like the churches of suburbs and communities and areas. And, and I've learned that a lot from you, actually, Tubes. Like, if you move to a new suburb, join a, join a club. 
Join join any sort of club, yeah. a church, join a sporting club, join a theatre club. Do something to be involved in the community instead of tearing it apart like these pricks. Couldn't have we'll said that. <laughs> Couldn't. I can't say anything more. It's Hit the song. Said. I totally agree with you, Tessa Rendello. Thank you for reporting on that. It's triple M breakfast. You'd think after a year being on air, you and I'd work out what we're about to say before we turn the mics on. Well, because we get caught up talking about other stuff. That's the problem. I we don't even about, remember what we were talking about. Well, we're, we're following this morning the Sorrell Cricket oh, Club yeah. that's been broken into over the weekend for the second time, and it hasn't hit the news yet. I just wonder why it's not. Because I'd love to find these little, you called them little... Pricks, Pricks Sam, I called them. I didn't, boss. The boss is back today. Boss you field. said I was okay to say oh, tricks. I, just... I still don't know what I'm allowed to say on radio. <laughs> it's but I just think that I've, I've said it no, earlier, and I think that anyone that breaks into a community club or church or whatever and does this to something that's run by volunteers is is fairly low. Yeah, and if you know anything, human beings, please yeah. contact Crime Stoppers. This is Woody and Tubes. Did you go to the Shrek rave on Saturday night? Oh, I'm so spilled. I missed out on it. I was down the neck, the peninsula. But I would have loved to have gone. 0488881073 is the text line. Shrek's one of your favourite movies, isn't it? Well, yeah, and it turned 20, the first movie. Why are you, why are you laughing at that? Because everybody's sort of like Shrek, but it's not that great a movie. I mean, oh, wow. it's, it's fine. It's fine. What could be better about it? You have a talking Nothing. donkey... You have a mixture of I, it, I said fantasy characters. I said it was and fine. it's about the beauty within, not the beauty without. It's a wonderful message to send everyone. Great message. Good movie. Not sure it's worth a rave. They had Shrek juice there. Donkey drank. These were some of the drinks. Donkey drank. Farquad fizz. Careful. That is Lord Farquad. Green glow sticks. Green what? glitter bar. John, Shrek that- themed balloon Wall photo shoot. John Lithgow. Oh, it would have been awesome. Lord Farquhar. That was character. happening at the high altar. <laughs> it was. Highwood in tubes. I went to the Shrek rave. This is on 0488 This yep. comes from Doug in Sandy Bay. Morning, Doug. I went to the Shrek rave. Felt a bit green in the morning. <laughs> Very good, Doug. <laughs> that is the kind of gear you should be coming up with, tubes. It's been a year on air today. That is the kind of thing. I think I'd get better at it. That's very funny, Doug. Well done, Doug. Uh, if you went to the Shrek Brave, we'd love to hear from you. 0488881073. I'd like to know exactly why you went. Uh, why wouldn't you would be the question. See, my brother, he loves Shrek. Like, mm. genuinely loves Shrek. Like you. Massive fan of Shrek. Not me. I didn't mind it. My, my kids... Love watching Shrek, but only the one, I think it's Shrek the Third with the baby. Don't tell me the end. I haven't seen that one yet. We haven't seen it. I haven't it. seen it. Don't spoil it. There's like donkey slash dragon babies, isn't there? Is that the one, oh, Rhea? Here we go. Shrek the Third with the, yeah, half donkey, Spoiler. half dragon. Spoiler alert. Love is love. True. So Even in the make-believe world. Pushed a peanut up a massive mountain with his nose, broke a record. That's not new. Ended up in hospital. They're attempting to bottle and sell her bodily gas. <laughs> That's not new. No, wait, I'm not finished. <laughs>
honourable mention today to the World Naked Bike Race that happened in Bondi over the weekend. In Bondi? Yeah. I'd do that. See, I just... It seems dangerous to have, like, chicken necks hanging about. That's just... Yeah, m- that would. It, mine's not reaching the chain, let me tell you. There's no chance of getting trapped. I watched this and it was very <laughs> unsettling. Most of all because I watched it with Mum. <laughs> Honourable mention, if you did that, well done. That is brave. On those, not... those seats hurt so much when you go for a bike ride. Yeah. Yeah, not, not ideal, having no support. Okay, so that's an honourable mention. You can now stay, moving on, in a hotel shaped like a bumhole with a colon corridor. <laughs> I've heard it's a shit hole. <laughs> it reminds me that I need to get another colonoscopy. Rhea, could you book that in for me? Uh, Rhea doesn't book your colonoscopies oh, okay. in. Rhea no, she doesn't. said she will. She's got thumbs up. No, because you know. Oh, that's a horrible thing to say. I'll tr- <laughs> if you've... I say this this bum-shaped hotel has just opened its cheeks. <laughs> that was written for me. And it will set you back an inflation busting nearly 200 bucks a night. $200 a night to stay in a shit hole. Yeah. That's The bum hole sits in the middle of a deserted field and you are guaranteed a memorable stay. Yeah, right. Some people have said it's reminiscent of an ice hotel or human execution chamber. Well, you're paying for the can novelty, I show you? aren't you? Can I show you what the front looks like so you can explain it? It looks like what, a, a chocolate starfish. <laughs> and it's pretty brilliant because it is. The rest of it is, so you've got, like, the big bum hole. Yeah. And I, you can crawl, I guess, through the bum hole get to get inside. Get all the way inside. into the rectum. Oh, and then the corridor is actually the colon, see? <laughs> so it's shaped, I don't know how to say it. It's shaped like a worm yeah. with a big fat head. It's shaped like a body part. Yeah. Where the exit. <laughs> where is the exit? Is there a sign pointing to the exit? Inside it's pretty humble. It's just a bed and white walls. <laughs> yeah. I don't reckon that's what my colon looks like. Oh, my goodness. As you get older, you know. Oh, my goodness. This is not newsworthy. Did you know that you this can is, get now, you can is, actually get... I thought get, it was bad before. We've got to a point where this... <laughs> we might need... We've Our boss is, has been on holiday for a week. Welcome He's back, He's coming Phil. back today. This might be the one that, that drags us properly into the office. But this is something <laughs> but, like David Walsh would do. I'm not trying to be funny. <laughs> this is something like David Walsh would do with the poo machine that he has out there. Do you mm. know you can now get poo transplants? Uh, no, it's the Do I really want to open that know? wormhole? Do I really want to dive down that hole? I don't know, do you? Yeah. Rhea, look One. it up for tubes. It's called... No, thanks. Fecal. Don't. Is it fecal? What's the correct terminology? Fecal transplant. Fecal I've transplant. I don't... I'm not, not interested. They put healthy poo-poo into your... There's a medical reason for it. Don't do this at home. This is Woody and Tubes. Do you know you can stay? You know how I've now fallen into a rabbit hole. <laughs> we were talking earlier. If you a rabbit it, hole or a... Um... You can now stay in a hotel shaped like a bum hole with a colon <laughs> corridor, and I love that. And at first I thought it was something that you David Walsh had done. Right, eh? I like staying at different places. 
Anyway, I found something in my rabbit hole where you could Airbnb a waste bin. Someone's turned a waste bin into like a... What, like a... Experience. What, like a skip bin? Yeah. You can stay in the skip bin. Well, there you go. For Rodney from Signets out there. <laughs> I know that's what he does for a living. You can make an extra what? few dollars on the side. He does the skip bins. Does he? <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, Rodney. Shout out to you. You might have a big money earner on your back of your truck there, Rodney. This is Woody and Tubes. So, um, we never got to what you did on the long weekend because you took me off track at 6am. Yeah. And we ended up talking about the Shrek rave that happened in Hobart. Yeah. Well... Did you go to Bernie? We did. It was a delayed start to the Bernie trip. We, Mum and Dad live in Bernie. Shout out to Marcus and Colleen. And we go and visit them from time to time, taking the kids up the Midland Highway. A long trip. And then along the Bass Highway... A long trip. How long do you have to stop? Because your kids are oh, look, five and three. Yeah, five and three. Molin Ray, Legends. But they don't like being in the car. So he stops. We stopped twice on the way up. That's Not okay. including roadworks. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. It was fine. What are you complaining about? Well, we were supposed to go on Friday. I've got dogs. I've got to pull over and take them out. Of course you do. Uh... We were supposed to go on Friday, but Ray decided that he wasn't going to go swimming on Friday. This is all off the back of Molly being there at his swim school on Friday, which is a little, I don't know, intimidating for him to have his Aww. sister there watching him, I guess. But what happened on Thursday night was why we, why Molly wasn't at school on Friday. So on Thursday night, we put Molly to bed. And we're like, good night, Molly. Love you. See you in the morning. She goes, I feel sick in the neck. I'm like, you're fine. Lay down, go to sleep. It's time to go to sleep. She's still up at, like, we put our kids to bed around 7, 7.30. She's still up at quarter past eight. Like, go to sleep. It's fine. She, I feel sick in the neck. I feel sick in the neck. Aww. I'm like, it's all right. Just prop yourself up then and lay on your pillows up nice and upright so you're okay. Love you. See you in the morning. Good night. Another half an hour passes and she calls out, Mommy, Mommy. Aaron, what... My partner walks in there. Next thing you know, Molly absolutely explodes vomit. <laughs> like, it was like, Aaron said, like a tube of, you know, three inches wide coming out of her mouth and she spews all over a doona. And Aaron goes, tubes! So I get up out of the lounge room, run in. I'm like, oh, okay. Then Aaron picks up the doona yeah. and folds it in half. Causing the spew to run out from the sides onto the carpet. Well, if you, yeah. And she's pulled, and Molly's like crying, and she goes, mm. We look at her, and I look, and I see the look in her eye. She's about to blow again. Oh, she no. Spe- so not only is the spew now on the doona, Erin's folded away from her, off her. She spews into her lap all over the all over the sheets. So now it's oh. requiring a full sheet oh, change. Dear. This is a quarter past nine. Oh. She spewed all over herself. We whack her in the shower. There's spew on the doona, spew on the sheets, oh. spew on the floor. And I just look at her and I go, Why why did you why'd you fold the spew onto itself and so I'd run on the floor and goes, I don't know, tubes, just put her in the shower. Yeah, I mean, I <laughs> so wouldn't be questioning in... at that point anything that your lovely partner, Erin, did. And there's not... No, well, not... How, this is what I've so, never understood. How does so much come out of such little things? I don't know. That's... If I change my nephew's uh, nappy... Yeah, yeah. He's only one. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's almost like he's stockpiling it, it, right? Like, just for me, yeah, for when there. I visit. But been how there. do they... 
Where no, are knows, they stock it, storing it all? He knows the right time, doesn't he? <laughs> he knows to pull it off. So we did the full change, and that's why we didn't go to Burnie until Saturday. But we had a good time. Glad I there. asked. I felt like that went for a long weekend. Oh, come on. <laughs> Fair bit of cricket happening at the moment, Woody, with the Tasmanian Tigers taking on Victoria in their final Sheffield Shield match of the season. Bit of a, I hate the term dead rubber, but it is a bit of a dead rubber considering... Tassie can't make the final and neither can Victoria. I think, oh, maybe Victoria can. Look, to what be honest, I don't care about mean, Just what's the point? No, yeah, no, no yeah. real point. But there is point to this because it's a chance for some of the young Tasmanian cricketers to shine a light on why they should be signing more contracts Absolutely. for the men's program. I caught up with one of the great characters of cricket in Tasmania. She's a champion. She's been a back-to-back champion. Molly Strano, and she had some great news on how she feels about signing a massive deal at the Tasmanian Tigers. Over the last two years, I've really fallen in love with the organisation, and I absolutely love pulling on the Tasmanian uniform and representing this state that I now call home. So I'm very excited and pumped to be here for another three years. She's a legend. She is a legend. Three more years for Molly Strano. That'll take her to 32, I think. Which is fantastic, and she doesn't want to finish there. She wants to keep playing here in Tasmania. She really loves it, and I caught up with her for Tubes of Spin on Sport recently about what it means to sign on for those three years, why she loves Tasmanian cricket, what she loves about Tasmania. She also spoke to me about the big win that they had in the Women's National Cricket League, the Tasmanian Tigers, back-to-back champions. Molly is one of the characters, as I said, of the Cricket Tasmania program, I've given her the Triple M microphone before <laughs> as she's walked around the <laughs> roaming Molly in the change rooms. She wouldn't do it for me on after the win because she was too busy celebrating. Oh, but yeah. I, as I said, got a chance to catch up with her yeah. last week, and this is what she f- uh, had to say about how she felt leading into the final over, the final over, which was incredible, with the big win over South Australia. In all honesty, I thought we'd lost it going into that last over because they were flying up until that point. They had two big overs before that. And I was down at deep cover. And I was like, in all honesty, getting a little bit emotional. I'm like, oh my God, we've lost this. Like, we've absolutely fluffed this. But it turns out that Sarah Coit comes out and gets five wickets for two runs in the last over. A ludicrous game. If you haven't seen it, go and check out the Triple M socials. It's all over there. But head along to the listener app, L-I-S-T-N-R, for the full chat with Molly Strano. Amazing character and one of the great human beings too. Triple M Breakfast with Stop. Woody and Tubes. I forgot to... Uh, what is going on over there? Tr- oh, what are, are you on your socials? No, I was trying Are you to... just ripping through the socials no. whilst we're on air? I wanted to show producer Rhea another video that I'm sure she cannot wait to see of my one-year-old nephew. Wonder the microphones are on. Now. No, but I r- brought up the wrong video, so this is... What are you doing in there? Oh, that's my nephew. He's learnt to crawl, like, through holes. Uh-huh. That wasn't what I was looking for. That was a different <laughs> He's one. He's not staying at that hotel you were talking about before. There's a butthole hotel with a colon for a corridor. If you missed that, that'll be up on the listener app, L-I-S-T-N-R. I is forgot to bad? ask you how your weekend was. Well, now that I'm thinking about this, is it bad if you have the same voice for your nephew as you do for your dogs? It is or if it's I your voice it? for your dogs. What? I don't know what's... I honestly don't know what's wrong with my voice for my dogs. Okay. Do you know what? 
That is not the voice you use. That is a uh, that is an altered voice for your dogs. Mummy gonna love you. <laughs> that's not. That's Mummy not. Mummy gonna love you that's forever. Not, that's not how you do it. I just say that's the thing you see. That's not what you that's say. The thing you that see. is not what you. That is. This is not. Woody's dog There's voice. There's nothing wrong with that. This is I've had to adjust it again, because you... you and your fabricated stories. No. Here we go. Yes? What? Go on. Put that... To, is it bad? No, now I'm talking about this. What have you... That's what I was doing on the weekend. Is that a chase? Is that a circular saw? Oh, that's oh. my dog again. I'm not my dog. Sorry, that's the nephew. <laughs> oh, you are getting hopelessly confused here. Oh, we'll have to come back to it. Oh, goodness me. This is Woody and Tubes. We've had a lot of calls and texts about when hard rubbish is going to get collected. Have you, I've been driving around some neighbourhoods just looking at their hard waste. Getting a look at seeing what's out there. Because you can really get some fines. Yeah, I mean, the old saying of another person's trash is another person's treasure. Oh. If, you've, if you've picked anything up good, I'd love to hear from you on 13353. What have you found in hard rubbish that's good? Yep. Uh, I remember when my brother moved to Melbourne, I went to help him move. He found a unit in the southeast suburbs down there and he literally picked up couches, beds, wardrobes yep. and fit out his whole house with hard rubbish. My thought that. was, yuck. That's what I thought. Oh, well, not all of us can afford new furniture, right. I'm not saying afford new furniture. I'm not nice. everything. No, I'm just saying that you just don't know. At least <laughs> go on Gumtree and try and find... <laughs> Some cheaper stuff. When I was at uni, I didn't even have a fridge. I ate baked beans and boiled rice and tomato sauce, and I filled my. That sounds empty like your dream food, actually. <laughs> House. Tomato sauce, rice. I dragged couches, I'm not kidding you, like half a kilometre, because I didn't have a car either, to put in my room. And then I remember sitting on it. It had a couple of holes, but um, I remember sitting on it, and out came this. What do they call them, those? Um, spider? It's a spider, but it was a white tip one. Oh, yeah, white It crawled out and it, <laughs> and it bit me. What did it and do? And then I was on Make the... Make that noise again? Make I the spider noise again? the poison hotline because I was so red. sure that I was dying from this. Because you know when you get bitten and then you actually almost manifest oh, the yeah. symptoms? I was on a poison hotline <laughs> at midnight saying I've been bitten by a white tip spider. And I don't know if she was... There was a bit of silence. I don't know if she was chuckling... Or if she was worried for me. But obviously I'm here to tell the tale. So I'm okay. You're hysteric. I'm not trying to... I'm, I'm just saying that hard rubbish can be great to reuse. But oh, maybe just Maybe not. fumigate it. Clean it. Mate, See, I've just gone and dragged a broken couch. Do you think I've got money to fumigate? Yeah, my, my brother... Kidding? My brother, Daniel... Yep. Would not have cleaned that stuff. He'd have just put it into his house and. Oh, he sounds like my soulmate. <laughs> you, sh- you two should hang out. Okay. It's triple M breakfast. On Friday, we spent time at the Build Up Tassie Charity House, a home that's built through donated and in kind support, Woody, and the money raised from that is going to help fund the Build Up Tassie program to help improve employment and life outcomes for young Tasmanians. It was an amazing day celebrating all those people that have donated 
their supplies, their time to build this house that's going to fund this program. Amazing yeah. program. We, we, s- we were there for the breakfast and there yeah. was over 100 people. That's how many people have been in and on and around and helping in this project. And they did the landscaping out there as well. It was amazing chat. And we caught up with a few of the sponsors out there that have made this Build up Tassie Charity House a reality. Matt Hayes from Clements Motor Team. Good morning, Matt. Good morning, Chiefs. How are you? And we've also got Ross Evans from Hazel Brothers. Good morning to you, Ross. Morning. And this is just an amazing scene here. We've got over 100 tradies and suppliers that have had uh, an influence on this house, the Build Up Tassie Charity House. Matt, why are you involved with the Build Up Tassie Charity? Oh, we just find that uh, their support of the local community and, and especially uh, giving young people a chance to uh, to get an apprenticeship is fantastic and, uh, and we'll uh, continue to support for as long as we can. We, we're really uh, grateful to be involved. Only up until recently, we're both local, did we find out just how much, whether it's footy clubs or charities that you support? Absolutely, yeah. We're really keen to be uh, part of the community. You know, we're, yeah. we're local and proud to be local. And, uh, yeah, we love our we love our sport and we love our charities. So, we, yeah, we support soccer, football, basketball and uh, and then many other businesses and, and projects like this. Yeah. For you, Ross, what made you get involved? Well, Hazel Brothers is a family-owned, solely Tasmanian company. And to see what the build-up Tassie Charity House can produce for young people in the community is fantastic. And Hazel Brothers are very keen to support these types of charities and we do it across not only with the build-up Tassie but with other other charities as well. What sort of supplies have you at Hazel Brothers donated to this specific house? We've donated all the concrete so we started right in the beginning down in the footings so. I remember being here as part of the, the footings when they were digging those. Ross, amazing stuff from you and as far as you go Matt, what, what about Clenets? What have they donated to this project? Yeah, we've uh, donated uh, the cladding, the fit out, the uh, the front of all plumbing and appliances and uh, today the landscaping which they're about to rip into. Ten tradies just walked past with wheelbarrows. We need to get out of here before they start dragging me into this <laughs> stuff. I, I'm no good with a set of shovels or tools or anything like that. I mean, I'm reasonably coordinated but I just think my hands are too delicate for this sort oh of work. Oh my well, God. Well, no, look at them. They're beautiful. It. People have asked me whether I would be a hand model, specifically a forearm model. Oh, I've got lovely forearms, even. Matt. People keep talking about it. But Ro- he's alive on a building site. <laughs> Ross from <laughs> Hazel Brothers and Matt from Cleanest Mitre 10, thanks so much for joining us on Triple M Breakfast with the Ring Tubes and also thank you so much for supporting such a, a really amazing charity in the Build Up Tassie Charity House. Pleasure. Thank you for having us. It's been a pleasure for Hazel Brothers to be involved. Let's cross to LA. Wow, Australia's number one entertainment reporter coming to us live from Los Angeles. Good morning, Peter Forty Ford. Yeah, the morning after it was uh, quite a night. I think it was one of the better Oscars presentations of recent years, probably the best actually of recent years. But I thought Jimmy Kimmel was in good form. It didn't, of course, have the drama of the slap, but it had some real emotional moments and moments and stories of people who really persevered and kind of broke through and I think I think it had some really good vibes about it. What were some of the highlights for you, Forty? Well, the negative for me was Angela Bassett when they announced Jamie Lee Curtis had won. Did you see that? No. She didn't respond, she didn't smile, she didn't <gasps> clap, she didn't do stand up and the standing ovation. She was just like stone frozen. And I thought that was I'm like part of me actually admires her honesty. Uh, but I think at the same time, you've got to be a little bit gracious and polite. And if you know Jamie Lee Curtis's backstory, I mean, it, it, she's been around for years and years and years. 
And she's the child of two very famous Hollywood stars. So for her to win it last night was something extra special. But Angela Bassett sure didn't care about that. She she was angry and she didn't mind who knew. But I just thought some of the other backstories are really good. You know, Michelle Yeoh, she's been around a long time. And, you know, she's not like she's never got work, but she's kind of broken through a lot of, like, Asian women always had to play prostitutes or Madame Fang type characters, and she's been able to break through that. So I thought that was great for her. Not a good night for Aussies, though. All, all the Aussies bombed out, basically. Oh, no, I was disappointed about that. But John Travolta, he, he was breaking down, wasn't he? He got he was. teary. And, you know, you've got to remember, of course, not only has he lost two close yeah. friends in his Kirstie Alley and Olivia, but also, don't forget, his own wife died only three years ago yeah. and then a child a couple of years before that. So, you know, he's been well and truly acquainted with death in recent times. And I thought he hosted, introduced that beautifully. I didn't think the actual segment itself was very good. I didn't, to me, it was a bit cold and clinical. Um, I, I like to see and hear little clips of people. And of course, there's a lot of people who didn't get included. Um, they, and, and of course, not everybody can get in, but I thought, you know, Tom Sizemore didn't get in. Uh, Gilbert Gottfried, who's one of the funniest people of all time, didn't get in. Uh, they can't include everybody. They have to cull some, but it's always a shame when you see who didn't make it. Yeah, we were talking about the memorial performance there by John Travolta. Forty, what about after the Oscars? Any gossip uh-huh. from the parties? Are you hearing Which anything ones? just yet, or are they all just rolling home no. now? Well, they're well, well and truly home now. So you've got to remember, it's not particularly a late night because the awards start so early. The parties are starting by 8.30, 9 o'clock. They're kind of all over by midday. And, and it's, people are generally very well behaved. It's not like the logies where people have punch-ups <laughs> and stuff. You know, it's, it's a little bit different to that. Uh, it's an industry night, but, you know, the ratings are up. So I think they'd be foolish to not try and sign up Jimmy Kimmel again. I thought he was a great host and and, you know, you only get $15,000 for doing it. It's only like a token fee. So there's a lot of pressure on you for not much return. But people today are saying, yeah, he's, a, he's the best host there's been for a long time. But he would have got a goodie bag yeah. like a lot of the others, which we know had a slice of Australia in it. Oh, I know. What a, what a con that is. I'm not a con, but what a scam that is. You can never visit it. You can never build on it. Isn't that right? But you can own... You can't do anything with it. You can look at your piece of paper, though, I guess. But <laughs> it's, look, it's got enormous publicity for okay. the crowd behind it. So it's been a good move on their part. But, yeah, those goodie bags, I mean, you'd have that on eBay within 20 minutes. Gorgeous. Well, but Peter Forty Ford, it's always good to chat with you. We'll chat with you on Friday. But if they're looking for someone to host it next year, tell them I'll do it for 10, oh, 10 grand. Of course there you go, and a couple of cab charges. <laughs> this is Woody and Tubes. If there is something you wouldn't like us to look into, you can always text us 0488 or call one triple three five three. This call came through Tubes just after we were on air on Friday, and we've looked into it since. It was from George in Bell Reeve. Mate, I'm just wondering if you could get in touch with the Clarence City Council and perhaps that we uh, knew Mayor Brendan Bromley and find out when the hard waste is actually going to be collected um, from oh. the sides of the road. Yes. it looks like it's a war zone here at the moment. There is just crap everywhere. 
Um, and it's been, I think in some cases, like three weeks that it has been collected for. Yep. Um, I know in my street it's been, like we're into our second week now since it's meant to have been collected. And it seems no end in sight. So it'd be nice to have an idea of when we're going to have clean streets again rather than the, um, you know, the, the desolated look of people just throwing rubbish everywhere. I saw it all through Acton as well when I took a drive mm. down that way. We're rain too, but I was more driving just to see if there was anything I could collect. But yeah. <laughs> don't you ever do that? Well, no, it's it's been at least two weeks. I know. Like George says, thanks for your call, George, on 13353. Absolutely. I went over to Blunson Arena a few times in the last couple of weeks and see saw a lot oh. of junk out on front yard so we will try and get in touch yeah. with the Clarence City Council to find out when that That's hard right. waste is actually going to be picked up. And George joins us now. George and Bell Reef, hi. Morning, how are you going? Good. Now when we got that call we were off air on Friday but we have looked into it for you. We did get a response from the council, the Clarence yep. City Council on Friday. Yep. We're going to read it to you then find out if this is actually what's happened, Yeah. This is what happened, George, from the Clarence City Council. As of the end of Thursday, the 9th of March, the council's collected 593 tonnes of hard waste and over 100 non-compliant piles have been rejected. Our collection schedule is running a little behind due to a number of reasons, not at the least being the higher than expected increase in volume of hard waste for collection. For example, Montague Bay, Rose Bay and Rosny saw a 60% increase in tonnage when compared to 2021. Events as such as those... per push schedule collection days further. We ask that people continue to put their hard waste out no earlier than the day before their collection day and bear with us while we do our best to complete the collection. The caller's items would have been collected on Friday. George, did this happen to you in Bell Reeve? It happened in my street, but not every street. Right. right. So that would, I guess that ties in then with exactly what's happening, George. Are you happy with that response from the Clarence City Council? Uh, no, not really, because it's still only partly done and um, the collection in 2022 didn't actually happen because for some reason they decided to cancel it on people um, and not tell us that they were doing so. So it just seems that it's a bit of hypocrisy. And the problem that I see is that it's not just so much that it's still lying around. It's like what do tourists see when they come to our, our beautiful city and see that we've got hard waste sitting all over the side of the road looks like a like you know we, we don't care about the place so no. did you say you had to put your, st- your waste out last year and then they didn't collect it so you had to put it back no they they didn't they actually sent us a letter saying that they it. were cancelling it okay so that would suggest why there's a 60% increase in tonnage when compared to 2021 is because they didn't do it last year when they were supposed to. George, we really appreciate you getting in touch and you can give your perspective. 0488 is the text line. Or just like George, you can join us on 13353. Yeah, are you still waiting for your hard rubbish to be collected? I think we should still look into this further though, George, yeah? Like, yeah, when are the other streets, when are the other suburbs happening? Mm, that'd be, it'd be nice to know. Thanks, George. We appreciate your call. Cheers. No spoilers, but... Oh, here we go. I feared for King George's safety over the weekend. Just and This careful. is from Australian Survivor. If you haven't watched it yet... Great show. It's probably the best Survivor series of all time. But really, if you haven't watched it by now, I'm not ruining anything. Oh, a lot of people go back and watch it, though. This is this is dangerous territory because it only happened last night. This I... is one player who is probably one of the best players of all time of any season called King... He calls himself King George. 
and I want to be one of his subjects. I've said this before. I want to be one of his subjects and I want to do his bidding and I don't care. I just want to go to the end with George. But have you ever held... I was so fearful that he'd be gone. Well, have you ever held... Spoiler alert. No, but I'm not saying he is or he isn't. I'm just saying leading into... Yep, okay. Sunday's episode and Monday's episode, I was very fearful that he'd be gone. Mm-hmm. Have you ever held... I was so excited about it because we had a long weekend so I was down at the Neck where my brother lives and he Neck. Have you ever held a themed party, like Melrose Place, No, The Bachelor? No. You have a theme. You've never like held a... Like a TV theme party yeah, yeah. to come around to our house to watch this? Yeah. Like oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. What, yeah. What, what was Game of Thrones. We watched Game of Thrones with a couple of friends a few seasons ago, but it was only like three or four Yeah, episodes. but what did you do for the theme? I just said clicks and dip. No, that's Clicks, not a theme. That's not a theme. Oh, a few snacks. No, that's just having people over. Yeah, that's, that's not what we a did. theme. That's what we did. So I came up with this theme to have with this my brother. This sounds so naff, but yep, keep, keep going. On. <laughs> well, you won't be getting an invite for Survivor because my brother and I love Survivor. Shout out Simo, and so it's going to be my mum. This yeah. is how I spend my time. My mum, my brother, my sister-in-law, and my one-year-old nephew, Jude Fox. I said, we won't shower for two days. So I want to live life whilst we're watching it like a survivor. And what we'll do is we won't shower. Gee, you really went we're, all out, didn't you? <laughs> That's you, you normally. I'm in the country. <laughs> do whatever you want. Yeah. So you didn't shower for two days no, and no. watch an episode of Survivor. No, no, that's that's not all, it. but that me having all. friends around making... No. That's, Snacks. No, the, no, is, that's not what happened. Okay. So my sister-in-law was, well, she said, first of all, she's got a one-year-old, so she never showers anyway anymore because there's yeah. no privacy. So that wasn't an issue. Um, but what I said is we'd go in and we'd eat boiled rice and beans whilst watching it, but we would have a reward challenge and there, were, there was only going to be one steak and chips and whoever won the reward challenge got <laughs> to eat that whilst doing Survivor. And because they make all these cookies for their mm-hmm. van cubed I said we could hold up these 10 kilos bits of flour above our head but a percentage of our body weight and then whoever drops out last gets to eat the one bit of steak That's... and the chips and the rest of us eat the beans and rice Right. so I went over and I was so excited and no one else had done it no one else I'm everyone surprised. else has showered I'm not surprised. Everyone else was eating dips. Yeah, yeah. And it totally ruined my entire Survivor-themed party. Or was it just a crap idea? <laughs> what could be better than going and living like a Survivor whilst watching Survivor? Just sitting back eating chips and bickies while watching one of your favourite TV shows like I do every Sunday and every Monday night. Jeez, it sounds like fun at your place. This is Woody and Tubes. It's Triple M Breakfast. Tazzy Trivia has a carryover champ. If you're just joining us for the first time, we give half a grand away every single week. That is guaranteed. And right now I've got $200 of it. Our state's best on show. Triple M Breakfast with Woody and Tubes. Tazzy Trivia. Powered by Creative Modular Homes. Fast, fabulous, affordable. Our carryover champ is Liam. Good morning, Liam. Morning. How are you feeling? 
Yeah, not too bad. Practiced <laughs> over the weekend for this, Liam? Nah, nah, didn't practice. Had other things to do, probably. I reckon Liam's yeah. fairly chill. Can you test your it. buzzer, please, Liam? It's your name. Liam. There we go. And you will be taking on Joanne in Old Beach. Good morning, Joanne. Good morning. How are we? Wonderful. Uh, can you test your buzzer, please, Joanne? It's your name. Joe. Oh, I like that she's shortened it down it's too. Smart. That's smart. All right, here we go. Two questions correct, and you will win two hundred dollars. Question number one. My, all multiple choice, by the way. Which Tasmanian locality near Mount Field shares its name with a biscuit? Is it A. Monte Carlo or B. Florentine? Liam. Liam. Florentine. Oh. He's good. <laughs> He's good. He's so relaxed. He's, I yeah. like how chill you are, Liam. All right. Well done, Liam. So far, so good. One more question to win 200 bucks for you. Joanne, you got to get this one to take it to a tiebreaker. Question number two. Which event took place in the Huon Valley over the long weekend? Was it Joe. A? Oh, Joe. Taste of the Huon? Oh, yes, it was. Oh, Joe. This is it. Build up. The suspense. Thanks to Creative Modular Homes, fast, fabulous, affordable. This is for $200 cash. Which of the following Tasmanians are captain of an AFL side? A, Alex Pierce. B, Toby Nankervis. Liam. Liam. Toby Nankervis. Oh, oh, well done, Liam. The joke was on everyone there. It could have been either, because Alex Pierce is from Olverson, Toby Nankervis is from Georgetown. Either answer was correct. Well done, Liam. 200 bucks yeah. is all yours, thanks to Creative Modular Homes. Fast, fabulous, affordable. Question is, Liam, you're going to risk it for 300 tomorrow? Nah, I might take the 200. Don't want to take too much of a risk. What are you going to do with the cash then, Liam? Uh, I might buy some new tools or something, maybe. Treat, treat yourself, Love Liam. It. Treat yeah. yourself. Yeah. What are we talking about, a, a spanner kit or... Nah, I don't know. Nah, Makita Tools or something. Oh, there we go. Love it. Maybe even get yourself a little sponsorship there, Liam, just by dropping brand names. Well done, Liam. 200 bucks is all yours. It's Triple M Breakfast. Triple M Breakfast with Woody and Tubes. Text chat. Love your texts coming through on 0488881073. You can text us about anything. That number again, 0488881073. Good morning to Christine in Claremont that says, Hi, in Tubes. Can you give a mention to the Claremont women's inaugural cricket side on winning the SCA Div 1 Grand Final on Saturday at Abbotsfield Park where there was a great crowd watching both women's grand final. They were coached by Jason Harris. Thanks, Christine. Well done to the Claremont women's inaugural cricket side on winning their fantastic grand final. Huge Great effort. Job. Well done. Off the back of Big George's report of the hard rubbish not being collected through the Bell Reeve and Clarence area. We were, we looked into it for Big George and we asked the council about it and they said there was a lot more than what they'd anticipated because it didn't happen last year. Yep. So what we're being told is it's currently being collected the big George was saying it looked like a war zone. Yeah, Scott in Rose Bay says, could it be the council instead of rubbish on the street? Make the tip fees free for registered rate paid payers for a period of days. That comes from Scott. That's smart. Smart. Maybe post out a couple of vouchers to say you can take some hard rubbish in on certain days. That's, That's a good, good idea. idea. Uh, Bob Ted from Bell Reeve. Good morning, Bob Ted. I think that's not a 
that's a legit name, Bob Ted from Bell Reef. I think the council should stop providing the hard waste service. It should be our own responsibility to take the items to the tip. It could still be offered to those who really need it. For example, those with accessibility requirements on application to the council. That is a very, very good suggestion, Bob Ted. Uh, this comes from Reese in Newtown. Can confirm they haven't cleaned out their hard waste over there on the eastern shore. I drove past Blunston Arena the other day and there's a big AFL Taz HQ sign still up. That's a reference to AFL Taz being a waste of time and money. Oh. Goodness Ouch. me, Reese. Goodness me. And Compo in Claremont says, love the spew story tubes. Uh. This is off the back of my daughter spewing everywhere at 9pm at night and then us having to change the sheets at a inappropriate it, time. Well, what I wanted to know was how does so much come out of such little things? Because yep. your daughter is five. My one-year-old nephew, I'm the major custodian. Yeah. Um, well, no, you're no. Well, you're the si- occasional babysitter no. that needs to babysit with supervision. No, uh, but they have current custody. They look after him between my visits. But the things that come out of him, I don't even know where he stores it. Do you know there was one night in the bath, a massive bit of steak came out of his nose. How did it even get there? The, the steak well, was bigger than his anatomy, nostril. The Nose and mouth. Yeah, but it was about heart, like it was about like a centimetre long. His nostrils probably like three We're millimetres. All flexible on the inside. Uh, love really? the spew story tube. Says Compo in Claremont. I call this picture I've sent you. I know you're sick, but just eat this omelette and I'll pop you to bed. But I don't want the omelette, Daddy. Just eat the damn omelette. And then Compo has sent through a picture of him covered in what oh. looks like omelette. I thought he was doing a bit. Like no. a stand-up bit. No. It's actually... Yep, a picture. Vomit. There's vomit on his face. It's pretty <laughs> rancid. <laughs> we love getting a text. And this one here, what was that oh sound coming from Woody's weekend? It sounded a bit suspicious. You had a little... Oh, I forgot to get back to that because you threw me off track. Oh, did I? This is what I was adulting on the weekend. Yeah. And even my sister-in-law said, well done, adulting. But this is what... Giving yourself a little trim. No. Oh, that sounds like electric razor, like you're giving no, yourself it's a not. shave. It was um one of those... Oh, now I've forgotten the name of it. Um, Chainsaw? It was, no, 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 no. Circular saw. It was like a lawnmower, but for your clothes. Like a oh, lint remover. Oh, that's what it was. So I borrowed a lint remover from my sister-in-law and I took all the lint off my clothes. That's what that sound is. <laughs> what? It didn't come out big, is it? What do you mean? Sounds like it's got an 18 volt battery attached oh, to it. I have not taken lint off this. What sort of lint are you cutting through? Old growth forest. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, when you want to grow up, it's like a whippersnipper, and start adulting, let me know, and we can have a con- we can have a conversation about lint removers. Until then, I don't have one of them. No, well, oh four double eight double eight one zero seven three is the text line. Thanks for joining us today. You've been in radio exactly a year today. Yeah. And it has started to control you. Can't Ev- believe I made it. Yes. What a treat. We'll catch you tomorrow. Woody and Tubes. Weekdays on Triple M and anywhere on the listener app. It's Triple M Breakfast.